All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't know what episode this is. Let's go with 10. We'll name it episode 10. But I do know this is my FX Buddies, the podcast. So if you are just listening, this is the podcast. But should you want to see the articles, I'm going to point out. Sometimes there's pictures. No videos today. Um, the place to see that is the blog, which is my FX, F as in Frank, X, buddies.blogspot.com. Or there's also video content. So you'll see the video, but you won't see the articles in full and everything. And that's at Spotify.com. Spotify.com. So again, thank you for listening. If there's a subscribe button where you are, go ahead and click that because I don't record regularly. I did intend to record yesterday, Sunday, February 26th. However, the internet, um, just, I'm in the, the part of the country I'm in is unseasonably cold unseasonably wet and I guess the internet just didn't do well so and a, a matter of fact I'm hoping it stays on uh, I'm not gonna say that it is it's gonna stay on all right so um I won't go long <laughs> yeah right okay it's my intention to not go long so nothing major happened at least in my opinion over the weekend nothing major happened good things happened though but just nothing major. Um, lots of meetings. Lots and lots and lots of meetings. Um, I don't know if there's forward movement. I really don't. So let's just get into it. Okay, so Friday. Uh, oh, shoot. There was a really good interview um, with the government spokesman. Doggone it. I'm going to add that. So that you will have to go to the blog. And it is quite lengthy. But the what I wanted to show, because if you're new to this, um, I don't think this, okay, this blog is about the revalue of the Iraqi dinar mostly. But in that journey, you have to follow. I focus mo mostly on finances. But sometimes we have to look at laws because there's a budget. They call their budget a law. So we have to look at that. Politics, uh, sometimes religion because Iraq is still a nation heavily influenced by Islam. So, you know, sometimes we have to, like, for instance, Ramadan's coming. March 23rd-ish will be Ramadan. So, you know, we just have to understand nothing's going to happen. That's a holiday that lasts 30 days. And then some days there's a day or two holiday after. So they'll work and they'll meet. But I doubt very seriously anything official will happen during that time. Okay. So while most people are oh it's gonna happen tomorrow it's gonna happen this weekend i'm telling you 
it's probably not going to happen until September. <laughs> and I explained why. Um, we were at a point, I was thinking April, I was thinking middle of April. But uh, a delegation came to Washington and they were given a 90 day extension. So they came in February, 90 days after February, March, April, May, puts us in May, right? So there goes our April time frame. And um, just with Ramadan, that kicks it out another month. Uh, so, you know, just that. So it is what it is. I hope I'm wrong. There's no reason they couldn't do it before then. Everything is set. All the systems that they need, the banks are connected, international. Um, they could do this tomorrow if they wanted to. But you'll see, Iraq does not run Iraq. Everything that Iraq does goes through us. Well, the West. I'll say America, but it just seems that it's America. But And I'm sure you know by now, not even America is run by America, right? Who runs the world? Now, this is my opinion, but, you know, you could do some research and find out. But the world is run by the, let's say, 12, 12 to 20 major money families whose names some of us don't even know, right? And multinational corporations and the central banks of the world. And then if you look into the central banks of the world, you'll see those families own all but maybe two of the world's central banks. And the two that probably are not owned is Iran and North Korea. Some people think Cuba and Venezuela, but I'm not so sure anymore um, since we have those new, these newer people running or, you know, the newer state heads. Um, they may have sold out their countries to the the families, you know. So I don't know, but I'm almost certain Iran is not and North Korea. Okay, so is it a coincidence that they're called terrorists and the rest of the world is told to hate them and not trust them? And You know, I don't know. Anyway, all right, so. Getting back to <laughs> Iraq now. All right. So um, that, yeah, what I really wanted to point out was whoever's interviewing, he's a government spokesperson, right? And whoever's interviewing him, they're trying to lock him in to a time. One time was for the budget, I think. And one time was for the oil and gas law. And he would not he would not come into he wouldn't say two weeks from now or you know <laughs> it was just obvious you know but anyway so and even he said that the budget is done it just has to go before the council some other committee in the council of ministers to get um amended right and then it that'll go to parliament so um Articles out today were saying March, but no kidding. Two days from now, it's March, right? So we'll see when they actually do get the budget 
to Parliament so they can actually vote on it. All right, now, so Friday, I believe late Friday, this news came out. The title of the podcast, Five New Decisions from the Central Bank of Iraq Regarding the Dollar. Um, so they're here, right? There's five of them, but uh, they don't look new to me. Uh, but anyway, if you want to read them, really, it's not what they say. But here, um, this is one thing that could possibly be new. And I know you can't see this, so I'm going to read it to you. Now, remember, if you listened, they told, they being the Treasury and whoever else, right? We, the U.S. Treasury, World Bank, whoever, told Iraq, look, we know you're smuggling money. And let's tell you how we know, because we track the serial numbers. So, um, <laughs> they're like, huh, can you do that? You know, <laughs> but anyway, so now in, in this, um, these five things, it says providing the bank with amounts of discovered banknotes and their serial numbers. So that's if you're going to be moving cash, um, you have to provide all of that, right? And it's all efforts to stop smuggling. And they clearly wanted this information out because it was on the CBI website. It was in regular news. It was on the TV and they tweeted. So whenever they put all that effort into getting news out, they want the people, they want everyone to see it. Okay, let's see. Here's just a little background that's going on that right now is nothing but in an instant could ignite the streets. So. Siddhar, he still has influence of at least two, maybe three million people. And he can say, hey, look, tomorrow I want you in the streets at this time. We're going to be peaceful. But this, you know, we're going to do this. And they'll say, yes, sir. Um, There was, they quoted a person. And the, the guy, the man said, if he says die, we die. Okay. So they really love Siddhar. They're really loyal to him. Right? So just so you know, okay, so there's an election law they're trying to pass. They being the framework, which is Maliki and his Iranian-backed um, peers and some other people. They're trying to pass an election law that goes back to 2018. And that's in October of 2018 was a really big demonstration where lots of people died, even more got injured. And part of the victory of those um, demonstrations was not doing this, the elections, the way they're trying to go back to. So even though Sadar stepped away from politics, this is an issue that will bring him back. It'll bring him back, bring the people back to the streets which could overthrow the stability that they they've been experiencing so that's why we should keep our eye on that and that's the only reason why we could care less about their elections really right it has nothing to do with the money okay so here's a nice article steps to enhance the strength of the dinar and diversify monetary reserves so 
We like the wording strengthen the dinar. We need, that's what we need. We need them to strengthen their dinar, use the dinar, and less reliance on the dollar. So let's see, is this the one that says 1130? Uh, I don't think it is. Anyway, so in addition to using the yuan, now it does, they're not authorized to use yuan to buy and sell oil. The only thing they're using it for now is Chinese imports. And it seems, if any, if you know anything about China, you know when they come to the country, they bring their people to work. They don't like to hire the people of that country. They prefer to use their people. So there's probably a lot of Chinese people in Iraq, and they probably would prefer to use yuan, right, than the dinar. So they're also going to do that for the euro. You can see right here. In addition to the European euro, the Emirati dirham, and the Jordanian dinar. So all these changes they're making right now for the yuan, eventually, those three will be allowed to do the same thing. All right? Probably soon as well. You know, in a matter of months, not years. Okay? Let's see. So here they're talking about they're trying to get in line with um, international standards. And at the same time, uh, squash corruption. And they also are, again, admitting most of the people keep their dinars in the house, at home, in, in, you know, in their homes because they don't trust the banks. And it says right there, you can see, 90 trillion dinars. That's how much. I don't know how they know that, but. They believe the people have 90 trillion dinars in their homes. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. What time is it? Oh, 14 minutes. Okay. So here, I thought this was an interesting article. So it was determined that they're smuggling dollars through Turkey. And Turkey now, beware of converting the dollar abroad. A warning from the Turkish Central Bank to the other banks. So it's like, oh, you know, we got caught. So you got to be careful Post now. Just disconnected. The conference. Sorry about that. Uh, we got caught, so be careful how you transfer dollars abroad now, right? That's how I see that. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. This is interesting, but we can skip that. So I want to get to... So these are the types of articles that they're putting in their news to educate the people. Will the Chinese dragon, which is the one, take over the Iraqi economy? There's all kinds of uh, perspectives and articles, um, research papers, and you know, you if you're going to move forward in being a world, you know, invest, or I hate to say investing, but using a, a currency speculator, right, of currencies of the world, 
you kind of need to know what's going on in the world, right? So, <laughs> reading these articles lets you know because they're written not from a Western perspective. They're written from another country's perspective, so you get a different perspective. And that's why I like reading them. All right, so let's see. Now, the only thing here, oh, so another thing that happened, there was this big meeting, but it doesn't have anything to do with the RV. There's an Arabic parliament. So the Arab nations, they have their own parliament. They have meetings once a year, I think. I don't even know. But this year it was hosted in Baghdad, which is a major, like, kudos achievement whatever to baghdad but it doesn't really mean anything other than that so um all the country leaders come there okay so in addition to that meeting there were all these other meetings but some people got super excited about the there's an Arab monetary fund. If you didn't know about that, now you know. Arab monetary fund. Okay. So if the Arab Parliament met, it's highly likely the Arab monetary fund was there, right? <laughs> so they probably said, hey, you know, since we're here. In Iraq, let's go meet the new CBI governor. Let's go meet the new prime minister, right? So that's why I think they met, and they probably did need an update. Hey, what's going on? Because there's this payment platform that's electronic that is goes through for its setup for Arab countries. Now they do also settle payments in Euro and USD, but they want Iran on this platform, excuse me, Iraq on this platform, but they're not there yet. And gee, I wonder why. Could it be they're waiting for their rate to change? I don't know. Probably. So they probably wanted an update, you know. But so that was big news. Oh, here's my one commercial that I do. Do you own a business that remained open during COVID-19? You may qualify to receive a government grant. Yes. For each employee that you kept on during COVID, you can get reimbursed up to $26,000 per employee. And you can find out about that if you qualify. Now you have to be a business owner. And um, like I said, you had to have kept your business open during COVID. But the website, your ERC. That's E as in Edward, R as in Robert, C as in Cat, here.com. So your ERC here.com. Or if you're on the blog, you could just click the link and it'll take you right to the site. And you just answer some questions. They say it takes eight to 10 minutes to fill out the little um, application. And then if you qualify, someone will contact you and get you well on your way to getting the paperwork submitted. All right. So here's another article. An economist explains about replacing the dollar with yuan in dealing with China. And those payments are still going to be facilitated through J.P. Morgan. 
Yeah. So that's America, right? America. Okay. Now there was one thing. Uh, some people in Denarland were excited. Oh, here, this is not good. Renewed targeting of international coalition convoys in Iraq. So, um, Turkey, for some reason, bombs this certain part of Kurdistan, like, repeatedly. They claim they're terrorists there. That had stopped for a while, but that started. And now, renewed targeting of international coalition convoys in Iraq, that had stopped and it's started again. Luckily, there, no people were hurt, just um, equipment, probably. Uh, here's a nice article about Vietnam. We don't really get too many articles about Vietnam. And here I don't have, you You would have to go to the blog and this will be a clickable link. And you could click that link and it takes you, and it's in English. Um, one thing I do like about Vietnam news, it comes up in English. Alright, let's see if this is the one. Um, oh, one thing that happened over the weekend. So, Sudani, who's the Prime Minister of Iraq, he did not come to Washington. And he said, well, I have some conditions that I want met before I go to Iraq. Right. Is that true or not? Who knows? But he did say it. So, there's an article out. There was an article out over the weekend saying... Um, these are the conditions that the U.S. is putting on Sudani, right? So that came out and people, you know, got a little whatever. But then almost almost four or five hours later, his uh, advisor comes out and says, there's no preconditions for Sudani to go to Washington. What are you talking about? So I have that there. I have the tweet there if you want to read that. Um, and then... Even on top of that, Sudani put out a statement saying, um, don't believe the news. Well, he admonished the media saying, you're causing confusion. Stop printing articles that's causing confusion. And then he was telling the people, um, only, only, lis only listen to things that I say, right? But where does he say it? In the media. Well, he gives speeches or interviews, but, okay, so that was interesting for him to say, you know, don't believe, there's fake news out there, don't believe it, right? Uh, here's another, economist calls for the elimination of dollarization of the Iraqi economy, which, you know, we want them using their dinar so it can rise in value, right? Ordinarily, I'd be like, no, no, we want you to use the dollar, but no, not in this case. Okay, look, we're at 23 minutes. All right, let's see. Um, Here was a meeting. I still, this seems to be about technology, getting, improving their technology, making it faster, making sure it's in line with uh, international. But we keep, we keep hearing them say they have the best innovative everything. But yet, here we are. There's another meeting with some people. Of course, the World Bank is there um, for to implement the IFMIS, whatever that is, modernization system project. So, but that 
was it did seem they wanted their people to know about that okay here's the articles about the Arab monetary fund they met with everyone they met with the um, the finance minister they met with Sudani they met with the CBI governor and there was one more per the private the president of the private bank association so all the money people the Arab monetary fund people met met with delegation met with here this is another example of the education is Saudi Arabia preparing for the collapse of the petrodollar and US dollar dominance so this is in Iraq's news and it's very you should read this article it gives look they reference Wolf of Wall Street Fugazi, 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 however you say that. Um, they reference when Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. It's a very good article. Um, I read it. It seems to be politically correct, uh, historically correct, right? Um, they even talk about the Ukraine war now. So it gives a history and takes us to where we are now. It discusses the BRICS, the BRICS nations. And if you don't know about that, you should look that up. And I believe, yeah, at the bottom of this, there's another, the rise of BRICS, the economic giant that is taking on the West. If you go to the blog, this link right here will be clickable. This is just a preview. See, it says preview right there. So the links are not live. But once I post this, they will be. Here's, um, this guy seems to be very upset. He says, um, the government's measures are useless in stabilizing the exchange rate. Because even though the exchange rate is 1310 on the CBI, it's still selling for 1500 Sorry, the dollar is still selling for 1500 dinars per dollar in the streets so they need to bring that more in line but he says right here the government's measures have not yet succeeded in stabilizing the dollar's exchange rate despite setting the official price at 1130 dinars to the dollar so did he tell us something right is that the new rate but we still don't like that that's still not a rate that we can exchange on. It's not even a rate the citizens want. The citizens want at least one-to-one. -one. So, one-to-one -one being one dinar to one dollar. But, you know, it is what it is, right? So I think we're done. I did have some of Monday's articles here. The Iranian real is at historic lows. 600,000. I know it says 60,000, but that's the Toman. In country, Iran calls their currency the Toman, and they take off two zeros. But we know it as the real. So over 600,000 reals to equal $1. That's a historic low. So you can read that article. Here, um, Baghdad and Washington are discussing activating the joint committees regarding the strategic framework agreement. And here is Sudani meeting with the Arab Monetary 
to discuss Iraq's involvement in the international financial system. And that's what we want. But they are, they're already in it, right? Their money's going through SWIFT. But we need them to be at the right rate. And we need them to be internationally accepted everywhere, not just some places. So here the budget will be presented to Parliament next March, but they mean this March. So, um, yeah, so, but I'm going to wrap this up because we're at 28 minutes. Here's the president of the Association of Private Banks. He met with the Arab Monetary Fund. So these are some articles for Monday. Here's another. Oh. Here's the Kurdistan Bank. The central bank is making great efforts to develop Iraqi banks. So this is a good interview also. It talks about the future of Iraq banks and how they want everything to be uniform in the country between Baghdad and Kurdistan. And you can see that's kind of long, but it, it was interesting. And... um. Yeah, another article on that. Yeah, some more economists. So, yeah, so if you can, you should go. Oh, Wednesday, the Secretary General of the United Nations will visit Iraq. He won't really talk about anything, probably climate change and human rights and stuff like that. But nothing to do with the RV. Um... Yeah, and here's another article about the yuan and the dollar. So, yeah, all right. So, um, I hope this was helpful. It's all good. We're not moving forward as fast as we would like. We're not going to the bank as soon as we would like. But they're growing. They're gaining respect internationally. Uh, so, all that is good. I think we're in a good place. Even, even if we're still here September it's still, we're closer than we've ever been. They're being more transparent. Um, honestly, I don't know how they could appease the people to wait that long. But they do. You know, they always do. We always say, it can't possibly go past this point. And then it does, right? So brace yourself. Be prepared to pay your bills and don't miss any mails. And, um, what do I say? Accumulate while we wait for the rate to appreciate. Don't miss any meals and paying your bills, right? <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening. And I appreciate you listening. I thank you. I hope this is helpful. I hope it helps you to stay in, you know, do not sell your currency back. Hang in there. It's going to happen. And um, yeah. So enjoy the rest of your day, night, morning, whatever time frame fits. And until next time.